and sunshine, rocking the good time with all our friends. Easy and carefree, out in the summer breeze, loving a simple thanks for hours on end. Right about sundown, we lay on the ground, count on the stars as they come out one at a time. Ain't this a sweet life? Hey everybody, I'm X Factor winner Tate Stevens, and welcome to the Sweet Life Podcast, where we talk about everything from music, sports, food, entertainment, and, well, just living the sweet life. All right, guys, today uh, we're on with a buddy of mine. Um, guy is one of the best fishermen I know, uh, he and his dad, um, and uh, which... If, if you guys know anything about crappie fishing, for sure, you're going to know the name Kevin Rogers. Uh, and so, yeah, Kevin, what's going on, brother? Hey, thanks for having me. I love doing this. Nothing I love more than talking about fishing, so thanks for having me. Yeah, no no worries, man. This is going to be fun. Um, I just... Real quick, I, I, I know uh, this is kind of personal for me as far as knowing your dad. Obviously, your dad built my house, and I uh, used to frame for your dad long years ago. Um, and uh, I went fishing with your dad just the other day. Uh, and and uh, I got to say, I never, I've never felt more like a charity case in my life than fishing with your dad. I mean, it are, are you there? I think we lost you. I think everyone feel like that. Oh, okay. Oh, no, did you lose me? Yeah, you're back. You're back now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I literally, I felt like a, a charity case. Uh, I'm. We're boat to boat. I mean, we're handing lures back and forth from each other's boat, and and he's, at one point, he was on the phone, and we're. I'm directly across from him, and we're catching. He's catching fish, and I'm not. Yes. He. <laughs> He has an ability to do that. I mean, he's just he he knows what he's doing when it comes to crappie fishing, for you, sure. You know, so yeah, and it was it was a lot of fun. I was trying to learn as much, you know, with the live scope thing. Just having, you know, being a new boat owner. I'm a new boat owner. I bought it last last uh, summer, uh, and and still trying to figure it out. But I got my live scope thing going, and and he, you know, he turned his his screen around. He said, "Do, do you see this?" And I said, "I see that." And he said, well, then you know. And I said, yeah, these are fish. I see them. And I see, and about that time, Steve, your uncle, started reeling one in. And I said, there, he's just caught one. I just watched him catch it. And we just started laughing. I'm like, that's how close we were in boats. I mean, we were we were literally snugged up around this one little tree, and and uh, it was it was a lot of fun. It was learning a learning experience for me. But man, I mean, your dad just sat there and would they were crushing them, and and I am not. Oh yeah, I am not catching a fish. And he's like, no, you'll get it, you'll get it. Just you know, and, and just keep doing it. You got the, you know. And I'm like, what are you doing? What kind what kind of lure you have on there so he handed me three that he was using so i tie it up and i drop it down kevin we weren't we weren't two foot apart i i'm telling you our baits weren't two right. feet apart and he was <laughs> bap, he caught another one bap, caught another one and i'm like i still haven't caught one <laughs> i can see them they're swimming around frustrating oh my yeah. god anyway so that's my little story about my crappie fishing with your dad the other day and and uh it make you think Think about the hours that he has spent in that boat. I mean, honestly, in his seventy, you know, six yeah. years he's been alive, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it was it was it was awesome because I was learning at the same time. I mean, obviously, getting out fished a uh, hundred 
percent. But I was learning, watching him, just watch him work, work the jig, watching, watching it in the water work, and and right. it, it was fun though. I had a great time. Anytime you go fishing is fun, but uh, you know, uh, it's kind of like hunting for me. I can go sit in a tree stand and not really see much of anything, and I have a great time. So it's kind of the same thing right. be, being on yeah. a boat. But right. so so you started now. Obviously, your dad has been in the construction business for. A hundred years. I mean, that's kind of what he right. did. He was a he was a uh, uh, a uh, a carpenter, uh, a, you know, uh, and 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 then kind of got into the building side of it uh, later on. Is that how you got in the construction thing? Is you just kind of doing the whole yeah working with dad him and thing? both yeah him and both of my grandpas were both carpenters, and that's how I got into it. Nice. So, and so kind of kind of a family thing. Well, that's awesome. Awesome. So. Okay, you told me the story the other day. We're going to talk about it right now, too. Um, when I asked, you know, just we were talking about fishing and, and having boats and whatnot, and, and you told me this story, and I want you to tell them, uh, 19 years old, you're fishing with a friend on their boat. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah he, he invited me to fish a bass tournament with, with him. He took me to Truman Lake, and he did it. And do very well and that wasn't the point who care i was just happy to be fishing in a tournament but the experience i i took from that experience i would never be without a boat after that day i wasn't going to wait for someone to invite me to go fishing right. so i went and worked side jobs i did side jobs after i worked my regular 40 hours a week and i saved enough money and i bought a bass boat when i was 19 and I, here i am i'm 48 and i've had one every single minute since then it's just a <laughs> it's been a great passion that was a bass boat before that of course we fished in john boats and aluminum boats that's how i was raised fishing out of aluminum boat with just an electric trolling motor on it but that was my first bass boat at 19 i think i'm on i think i'm on number 24 now in my life and i get i get a new one every year so now i'm kind of spoiled <laughs> yeah so. I, yeah so now you're running a bass cat right that's what you're in now yeah Yep, I get one a brand new bass cat every year. It's a, it's. I told, told my wife. I said all I've ever wanted in my entire life was a brand new truck and a new boat, and I didn't care what I lived in. I didn't care if we lived <laughs> in a pole barn as long as I had a new boat and a new truck. So I guess I've made it. I've made my goal in my life. <laughs> you've you've achieved it. You you're at that I point. I did. I got there. Well, that's awesome, yep. man. So at 19 years old, you know, uh, now are you doing carpentry work then? also or yeah it, that's okay okay yeah so i joined i joined the union right out of high school um i didn't think i was i had a scholarship to go play football i went to summer camp and realized i was not the fastest kid in the world like i thought i was right i think right. that's not for me <laughs> so i joined the, i actually joined the carpenters union in kansas city and worked as a carpenter um for the company i actually own now which is bizarre so it bizarre. doesn't happen very often you start as a union carpenter and now i get to be the owner and ceo of this company that i started with well wow, that's cool man that is awesome so now high school obviously fishing uh with your friends and, and dad and everybody going as much as you can working uh doing the construction thing how okay so how did it were you a bass guy or are you just strictly were you or or did you crappie fish catfish did you kind of do all of it or was it one or the other what what kind of where were you at then to lead you to when the, I was, where you're at now yeah when i was a teenager i mean i i was infatuated with bass fishing um watching bass masters on television um, I think it was on the Nashville Network back then. Even I would wait, and for Bassmasters to come on, I just loved it. I got the magazine in the mail. The lures intrigued me, so I was all bass. Um, I went and fished the amateur side of bass 
um, when I was 18 years old and my dad kept begging me to go fish crappie tournaments. And I said, no, I'm a bass guy. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> right. And my wife says, go, go shut the old man up and go fish a crappie tournament with him. Well, I did. And we ended up winning the thing. And then next thing you know, 30 years later, we've toured all over the country fishing crappie tournaments together. We've won 33 crappie tournaments in five different states. So I was originally, yeah, I was originally a bass guy and I turned into a crappie guy because of my father. And, um, that's, that's been our, our last 30 years. I mean, we've, we made a career out of it. It was, it was fun. It was, wasn't a career. It was still a pastime, but man, we had a lot of fun touring around, touring around, you know, be inside, you know, in the passenger seat was my dad for 30 years going to all these different lakes and states. And right. it was amazing. It was, it was a great bonding experience for both of us. And we learned, you know, said, who taught you to crappie fish? Well, my dad did, but we learned together how to win tournaments together. So it was kind of cool. It was an awesome experience for sure. Yeah. I mean, that, that sounds, I mean, to me, that that's, that would be awesome just to be able to go and, 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 you know, be with your dad as far that, that's awesome. That, that a lot of people, obviously, you know, uh, a lot of us don't get that opportunity, um, for right. whatever reason, maybe dad doesn't fish or, you know, dad only, uh, you know, don't have a lot of time, but for you guys, that's, that is awesome. What a, that's a great story just in itself, uh, having that, that bonding and, and, and time with your dad that you'll never, You'll never be able to, you know, take that away, and and yeah, that's cool. Plus, winning tournaments—that's fun. I mean, you're you're winning, and and, <laughs> yeah. and never, yeah, you I mean, know, that's that's got to be a cool thing. So, yeah. now, and the tournaments, honestly, for us, the tournaments for us were just an excuse to go fish somewhere that we would not go on our own. That's right. what the tournaments were for us. Right. So now, it was great. Where where have yeah. you found in the last thirty plus years? Where have you found the best crappie fishing? I'm going to say in Texas where I'm sitting right now. I live about 10 miles from you and mm -hmm. I'm actually sitting in Texas right now because it's six degrees or whatever it is <laughs> or, in, in Kansas City. Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. I, so I got in my truck and got the heck out of Dodge and I drove to Lake Fork. I think the best crappie fishing in the world, there's two lakes that I would recommend. One's Lake Fork in Texas and that'd be springtime. Uh -huh. And then in the fall, in October, November, December, January, it would be Lake of the Pines, Texas. Those are, those are the two that I would suggest uh, you go to. Uh -huh. um, if, you weren't, if you wanted to catch a giant three-pound crappie, it would be Grenada, Mississippi. It's tougher fishing, but there's absolute giants in that lake. Yeah, you, you think about, you know, fishing and uh, crappie fishing. You know, if you get a pound and a half crappie, that's a, that's a really good crappie. I mean, you're, that's a sandwich. You know what I mean? Right. And, and uh, you, th you got three-plus pound crappie. I mean, I, that's a tank. I mean, you hook into something like that. It's got to fight. It's got to fight more. I mean, like a bass almost. I would imagine. Right? Yeah. I've never caught a three pound yeah, crappie, but I mean, I, I'm just guessing. Yeah, it's it's hand to hand combat the way we do it. It's definitely <laughs> it's definitely more it's definitely more bass fishing than it is crappie fishing. Not Kansas City cold, but it was 31 to 35 degrees today here in Texas. I can barely feel my fingers. I caught. 40 
two crappie over a pound and a half today by myself crappie fishing i actually caught 30 <laughs> over two pounds see i, I mean, sent you a picture of it it was you it know was, i know it's incredible yeah i sent you the picture of the snow you said oh this is just now right. i had two giant crappies in his hand and i was like oh yeah i roll right now this is what i'm staring at out the window it's right. snow. horrible yeah it's terrible so horrible. man here here's the thing so as a as a just a uh you know avid outdoors guy um for me, fishing, I know people say like they can go fishing and it's therapeutic, right? And they and they can just sit there and fish, or whether it's bass fishing, crappie fishing, catfish, just waiting for a cat, old big old cat to hit your line. I, it's it's really not therapeutic for me. I, I I'm really tense the whole time, and I don't know, I don't understand. Really? Like no, I I love it, and and I love being out there doing it. But when I'm when I'm thinking about okay, it's gonna bite anytime, anytime 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 you know what i mean for me i'm just i get so amped up like okay i got the right bait on it's the right condition the weather's perfect you know it's it's partly overcasted you know i'm sitting in 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 some in some lily pads i'm fishing a frog you know or a spinner bait or something whatever i'm fishing and i'm like conditions are perfect you know i'm i'm do everything i'm doing everything right so i am waiting just and and (laughs) You know, when it, when my bait gets back to the boat, I'm like, huh, what happened? Yeah. You know, so whiz it out there again, and, and I'm all amped up again. Oh, it's this one, it's this one, this one. Here it is, here it is, you know, and nothing. And and so, or if I do, if I miss one, uh, you know, most people hear it, you know, when I miss one, you know. So, sure. uh, but, but man, you know, uh, was it Iconelli? He's He screams when he misses them. Uh, you know, uh, he screams when he catches them. Yeah. yeah. So, so, uh, yeah. uh, you know, for me, is it therapeutic? I mean, can you get out there? Obviously you're, you know, you own a big corporation. Now you're, you're the man, you're the, everybody, if there's an issue, they got to call you. Um, you know, you have a ton of employees. There's tons of stress with that. As cool as that is to be your own boss kind of, or be the boss, it's, it comes with a lot of, uh, responsibility and stress. So is it therapeutic getting out like today, being at Lake Fork? Is it therapeutic just ripping lips all day? Absolutely. For me, yes. It's the only thing. If you if you ask me what I wanted to do, it would be that. It <laughs> wouldn't be laying on the beach. It wouldn't be getting a massage or right. getting a pedicure or any <laughs> of that. It would be feeling I, the bite. I'm always looking for the next bite. And I think that's great these harmed fishermen or fishermen than just the weekend i just like i mean i can i'll wake up in the middle of the night setting the hook it's just it's an addiction almost so um always looking for the next bite it's a to me it's a i mean it was 31 degrees and a north wind a 12 mile an hour day it wasn't pleasant out there but it didn't matter because the fish were biting i didn't even care how cold it was it was it was it was my it was my therapy time for right. sure right so all right man so we're 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 sitting let's say you know, we're coming into uh, the springtime. You know, we're we're getting ready. Things are about to kick off here in about two months, probably. I'd say month and a half, two months, right? That end of March, um, when, yep. when the fish, whether it's bass fishing or crappie fishing, when they start doing that pre-spawn kind of thing, um, and 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 they're starting to get aggressive. You know, where do you where do you want to be? Come that late March, kind of that time period. Yeah, location in the country. Yeah, me? where are you going to be? Yeah, I'd be at Lake Fork Lake in Fort. Texas. Is where it would be. Yeah. This, yep. So I got to uh, go there. That's a I got to go to Lake Fork, Texas. <laughs> yes, 
Yeah, you need to go, and we we can we can put you right where the fish are, and it's unbelievable. And it's it's a different bite. It's not a these crappie in Texas. I, I guess they're so pissed off at the world because there's ten pound bass trying to eat them every day. They hit they hit they hit seventy five percent harder than a crappie in Kansas or in Missouri. Wow, it's unbelievable. Wow, I yeah, gotta go. It, I gotta go. It, it's addictive. It's so, addicting. So I know. Okay. So you come out. You're winning. Let's. We're winning crappie tournaments, right? You and your dad, and just you by yourself, right? So you started. Right. You started going angler of the year. What last year? Two years ago. Uh, we did that, and yeah, we did that in 2016. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I took second. Yeah, and I took second place in the classic last year by myself. Right. Oh, so okay, yeah. that's what it was. And and so you're. You're on. You're on top of the game, as as a crappie fisherman goes. You're you're one of the guys. You're one of the heavy hitter guys, right? right? When you show up, yep. when Kevin Rogers boats in the water, it's it's time. It's go time. We people are like, okay, we could be, we're we're gonna be playing for you know third or fourth right now because he's he's in the game, yep. right? How absolutely. So how did you find? Like I know that you have. Uh, uh, your own signature series uh, line of, of fishing gear right now with with Jinko as pole sponsors and and, uh, and and all that. So I do have two. I have a, an eleven foot and a thirteen foot jigging rod, uh, Kevin Rogers I edition. I do that. I have that. I love it. Yeah, not not that I can use them or I know <laughs> or I can catch a damn fish, but but I have them right. I look here's here's the deal, Kevin. I look like I know what I'm doing. All right, and I think that's a big part of that's it. That's half the battle right there. <laughs> So, yeah, it's half of it. So, yeah. so how did you how did you hook up with them? Is that a pole? Is that is that a, a brand that you used? And and you were like, man, you know, I need to reach out to these people. I'm winning. Um, did they reach out to you and say, hey, man, you're winning? I mean, you know, I, I know how endorsement deals uh, happen sometimes in different in different uh, areas. You know, in the right. music business, I know how they work. Um, how does it work in the outdoor world? How does it work in the fishing world? How did you get hooked up with Jinko? Well, yeah, and it's, so it's a it's a crazy crazy world. The outdoor world, you see all these bass guys, and what's nuts about it is, yeah, you have to win and you have to be good, but you're your own brand, just like just like you know, just like if you're a singer, let's say you're yeah. your own brand, absolutely, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And, and believe it or not, it it is all social media. And that sounds bizarre. And you think about crappie fishermen, and there's not a lot of sophisticated crappie fishermen in the world. There's a ton of bass guys. You got Gerald Swindle and Kevin Van Dam and Ike and Ellen. You know them all. Oh, yeah. And you see them on social media. And there wasn't a lot of good crappie guys at it. At it. And I kind of just took hold of that and grew my social media and was winning. So they just reached out to me and they said, hey, design anything you want. I say, anything I want, design it and put your name on it and you'll get royalties for the rest of your life. Wow. And that's, that's exactly how it works. And so <laughs> I designed the rod that I wanted to use. I designed a lead head that I wanted to use, a hair jig and a plastic bait from them. And they're just asking me, okay, what's next? It's just, it's been, it's that relationship with those guys. It's pretty amazing. Actually being a crappie guy, it doesn't happen a lot in the crappie world. Right. It happens a, a lot in the bass side, but not in the crappie world. Now, so, so if, if, if I okay, so if you go to Jinko and say, "Listen," um, or now, did you use any of their products before? Before you, use- I used no, 
I knew they didn't use any of their products before. They were they were a fairly new company. Um, they were probably only two years old when they came to me. So I hadn't used. I knew I knew of them. I'd heard of them, but I wasn't using any of their products. No. Huh. So what what were you using at that time before you started? I was using Bobby. I was using Bobby Garland. Bobby Garland. Oh. Um, yeah, I was sponsored by Bobby Garland for. Oh geez, they endorsed me for uh, fifteen years, right. and they got sold out. They got sold out to a massive corporation, and that's when I bailed on them. At the same time, Jinko came to me, so huh. it was a perfect time to switch. Yeah, that's all. That kind of good timing yep. there. So when so when you get to Jinko, now you're like, all right, man, this is my this is how I, I need the pole to work. I want it to feel the action to be this, you know, um, and the jigging. Right. So here's the thing. Like I used to crappie fish with my dad. We'd go to Truman, go to Bucksaw and, and, uh, and, and crappie fish and do really well. I mean, get in, you catch enough fish to eat, you know what I mean? Uh, for a fish fry for our family. So what, I mean, were you using, um, like we all, I just used a regular, like six foot, six foot six, six ten pole. You know, could have sure. been a Zebco, could have been a Dial. I mean, who knows what it was back then? Um, and a little either spin, a spinning uh, rod or reel. Um, you know, with light tackle. I mean, is that what you did until? Uh, until I mean, how did you come up with the jigging thing? And I, 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 and I'm sure it's been around. Obviously, cane poles and big long poles have been around forever. I'm, I just never was aware. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's just a, a technique that I was never aware of until just here in the last few years. And I saw those guys yeah. with big jigging poles. Yeah, it's been around a long time, and the and the idea of everybody thinks of crappie, they think of a a little bitty short dock rod, a six footer, a four and a half footer. But the crappie guys, the real diehard crappie guys, the the reason we used a longer rod before live scope was so we could reach out and get to the cover without spooking the fish, and that's where it came from. Huh. Um, and we started we started using them in the nineties, and there wasn't a large variety of jigging poles we actually started by using fly rods that were nine and a half foot long that's what most crappie guys would use and then uh the crappie companies caught up and started making these jigging poles and now today in a crappie tournament every single boat in the crappie tournament is using a 10 to 13 foot jigging pole that's that's it so hey you with the with the with the jigging rod now um I, I got like I said I have I have a an eleven and a thirteen foot, um, uh, the Jinko, uh, your signature series, uh, and and so, I mean it's truly feel right. That's just a feel thing. Like I have a small now. I have a little uh, G Loomis rig, um, and and it's short, you know. And if if the wind blows, that thing bounces like I got a, a ten pound bass on it, you know. Um, I is is the just using the jigging rod and i've only i've only been able to use it you know a, a handful of times um last year and 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 now you know because it's winter time here and it's nine degrees and all the lakes are frozen over i mean if i was an ice fisherman i'd probably be doing okay at this point here in, in missouri but um like is do, were you using a jigging rod today or were you using a, a different we're using a short uh a shorter rod what we're using today oh. when you're catching them today, all, yeah today was all the 11 footer 11 footer was straight braid and just power fishing them yeah. i mean they're thumping it i mean they're <laughs> thumping it huh now do you do you like is 11 your kind of your go-to or you like the longer one or is it just kind of de depends on where they're at and how you have to get to them 
The 11 footer is what I use 100% of the time. Huh. The right. 13 footer, I thought they needed a longer rod. <laughs> yeah, I use yeah. the 11 footer all. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're we're gonna jump ahead just a a, a moment because I know um, if you follow uh, if people follow you on TikTok, um, you've been bass fishing quite a bit uh, and and uh, catching some giant smallmouth. Um, and so, and I, your dad was telling me that you were actually uh, going to do some some bass fishing tournaments this year, kind of laying into that. Uh, so, what what made is it just because you love bass fishing and you just want to do it, or is are you going to try to make that leap from crappie to bass guy? I am making the leap, uh, and here's why: it's because my dad retired. Right? I mean, he's up in his upper seventies, and and driving 10 hours in a truck to get to where we're going fishing and fishing sunlight to dark. It sounds sexy and everyone thinks it's cool. It is exhausting. Absolutely. This fishing, the way it's good, it's exhausting. And he, he's done. So he's done with his tournament life. He'll never fish tournaments again. He's never going to quit crappie fishing. Right. But with that, I'm going to go chase my dream and I'm going to go. I have signed up to fish the National Professional Fishing League. It's a brand new bass league that started this year. 125 anglers fishing for $500,000 at each tournament we get in. It's a $5,000 entry fee. I've made a huge investment into this thing. There's six tournaments all over the country and I'm signed up. I'm one of the 125 guys in it and I'm going to go see how good I can do with these bass guys. I'm excited. It's like a, it's a, I've been doing this crappie so long. I still love it, but this is a, it's new spark. I got a spark for fishing again that I it's it's hard to explain. I can't wait to go out and and compete. Did I lose you? No, oh, I lost. Did I lose you? I got you. Sorry about that. I'll, yeah, I mean, sitting here at Lake of the Pines, there's not much I can. <laughs> there isn't much yeah, no, out no. here. Yeah, no, no worries. No worries. So, yeah. so you're you're on your your uh, when when do they start? When does your that that tournament start? Yeah, my first one's in March at Eufaula, Alabama is my first one. So Now, are you fishing big? Are you guys fishing big lakes, the big heavy, like Lake Fork? Are you fishing those big areas, those big uh, bass lakes? We're fishing, man, we're fishing like Eufaula, Alabama. We don't know about it because it's halfway across the country, but it's it's considered one of the best bass lakes in the world. Nice, nice. So, yeah, we're fishing Harris Channel. Um, we're going to Pickwick Lake. There's just several, several lakes in there. Grand Lake is the closest one to us that we're fishing. But yeah, it's a, it's a big jump for me. Um, but I'm excited. I, I can't wait to go compete against these guys and see if I can, if I can hang with these bass guys. I got a lot to prove being a crappie guy for sure. Yeah, I, that I mean, to me, I think uh, you know, it, it, I, I'm I'm competitive, so. Uh, like you, I mean, kind of a driven competitor. So uh, I, I would, I, yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Kind of jumping. It's you know, you're switching gears. Now you're now you're running bass tournament. You know, you're. It's almost, you know, for me, crappie fishing. It almost seems, and and I could be completely wrong, but just knowing what I know about crappie fishing, it's you sit, you catch the fish, you sit, you catch the. You know what I mean? You're kind of you're you're not as mobile as some of these bass guys who are literally they'll they'll run a bank and you're non-stop down that you're you know you're drift either drifting or you got your trolling motor on on go and you're you're moving water most of the time oh absolutely 
yeah, it's it's going to be it's a if it's a different change, you know, it's a different. But for me, it's still fishing. It's still navigating a piece of a body of water, breaking it down, a place you've never been. That's the fun part for me. I love going to a new lake that I've never been to before, studying the Google Earth and the maps and all the fishermen. That's the fun part for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I was um, when you know growing up fishing, like I said, with my dad, uh, we we had a boat. And and going to Truman and and uh, uh, Palm de Terre and things like that around here fishing, um, it was always a lot of fun. You know, of course we we were cover fishermen. You know, we'd we'd find the the cover and and the stumps and the you know the 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 old trees and whatnot and, and fish those a ton. Um, and and where you know any kind of change in in whether it was a, a bluff wall into more. Uh, like a transition area into muddy, a more muddy bank. You know, you fish that a ton and, and try to get those bass off those uh, those little flats and transition areas and stuff. It was always a lot of fun. Um, and, and bass fishing for me has kind of been like, uh, it's to me, I, top water. I love top water bass fishing, right? Um, oh, yeah. And, and, you know, I'm not good at it. I, I, <laughs> I want to be, you know, uh, I want to be real good at it, but, uh, you know, it, it is fun. It is fun to go to a new, like, I haven't been to a lot of the lakes and, you know, uh, fishing. So when we go to a, a lake, um, like we were at Hillsdale the other day, uh, crappie fishing, it was kind of fun, just kind of like, I've never been to that lake. I've never fished that lake. So for me, you know, learning, getting to learn that, that body of water, uh, it was fun, you know, kind of, you know, getting a lot. And live scope, okay, it's not cheating, but my god it's kind of close it's not it's real close it's real close (laughs) but you still have to figure out how to make them bite that's the thing you don't just turn it on they jump in the boat right i think yeah that's what everybody thinks it's not exactly how it works i mean you have to figure out how to get the lure next to the fish and then they have to bite the thing yeah absolutely i i found that out this like i said the other day with your dad i could see all the fish they were catching and they just weren't <laughs> – I wasn't catching those fish, and they were catching them. And I could see them. I'm like, no, I see that fish right. you just caught. I saw him. He he looked at my lure, spun around, and bit yours. So, uh, yeah, no, it's it's perfect. I mean – We need we need to get you in the boat where you can actually see them, where I can put you on them and you can catch them. And then it, what it does, it just gives you confidence you know what you're looking at. You just need to get in the boat and set the hook about 20 times, and you'll be set. Uh, yeah, and, and, and like – like I said, I, I would love it. Uh, so next time you go, just that, you know, let me know. I, I mean, I'm not doing much. I mean, I could, I could take pictures and, you know, I can, I can, you can run, you can run the TikTok. Yeah. I'll run your TikTok for you. And I can, I can back a boat down. I can do all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, no, uh, man, I, I gotta tell you, it's, it's exciting, um, for me to watch like local people, uh, obviously being a local guy who won a, a, a giant, show like i did um right you know watching watching local people people that you've known a long time and 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 known of a long time you know be successful at something kind of out of the ordinary there's not a lot of professional fishermen from you know the kansas city area i don't know too many you know what i mean right um and, and for you uh you know to to be a professional fishermen and and to have won the tournaments uh, you know and, and and whether it's a bass tournament or a crappie tournament i mean that's really that's a that's a big deal and it, it's really cool um 
you know, at least I think it's really cool. I mean, you know, I'm, I might be the only one, but but I think it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's one yeah. of, it's one of those things. It's kind of cool, man, to to know that hey, this guy is making it. He's doing what he does, and he's really really good at it. You know, um, and 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 like I said, it, it's it's just cool, you know. And and to say, yeah, I know, I I got a pro fisherman guy. You know, uh, you know, I, I know this guy. I know this guy. You know what I mean? It's kind of, you know, not name dropping, but it's it's pretty cool when you when you see people doing well in what they do. You know, especially, oh, absolutely. especially yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, sure, there's a ton of great lawyers in town and doctors in town and, and all that, and not taking anything away from them. But you, you know, fishing and hunting and, and the outdoor world or or the entertainment, the music business, it's just not a lot of us. You know what I mean? There's not right. a lot of people that right. do kind of different things you know so it's it's pretty awesome man um you know for for uh for guys from this area to 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 be really known uh for doing something you know that not a lot of people do or, or not a lot of people can't. here's the thing everybody can fish i can grab a fishing pole i can go get a zebco 33 put something Absolutely. on put a hot dog on the end of it and i'm gonna catch a fish it might not be a giant bass it might be a bluegill but i'm gonna catch a fish you know what i mean um, I, I, my, my dad, his, his theory was, you know, we put too much emphasis on what we're throwing at these fish, you know, um, you know, he's like this, you don't need any kind of different pole. You need this one with this kind of reel on it and you can throw in a live minnow and you're going to catch a ton of fish, you know, that's true. And, and that's we, true. yeah, and we did, and we caught a ton of fish, you know, but now is it as fun as, like I said, throwing throwing a, a swim jig up in some heavy cover, you know, banging it off lo- logs and then letting one of those big old female largemouth just crush it, not not a chance, you know. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I like doing things like that. I, I, you know, for me, that's kind of fishing. That's, you know, fishing, yeah, sure, you can dumb it down. You know, you can put some stink bait on a treble hook and throw it out in the middle of, of, of a body of water. I, mean, I think – yeah, I think that's what's exciting about fishing is that anyone can do it, and there's no wrong way to do it. If you're fishing, you're not doing it wrong. You know what I mean? You just, yeah. You're not. You're fishing. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and there's people that the people that fish from the bank love it as much as I do. I just take it to an extreme, and I just I just want the next bite. I just and so today I shot a YouTube video by myself. I have a YouTube channel, and I'm shooting a video, and it was ridiculous how many times I changed my lure trying to make them bite better than they already were you know it's just it's bizarre yeah. they just just stop and catch the fish but i just i kept thinking there'd be something better but i mean it was still an amazing day now i think that's the difference now between you, myself and weekend anglers for sure yeah now okay so let's say if i'm i'm i get in the boat and we go to who cares what lake name a lake we go in there and we're, we're crappie fishing um when you pull up and the water is just kind of murky, you know, it's not a lot of visibility. Are, are crappie more like bass where, you know, you need to throw something a little flashier at them or something that might make a little more noise? I mean, depending on the time of year, obviously that helps, you know, pre-spawn, post-spawn kind of thing when they're more aggressive or, or when they're not. But uh, in general, does color, I mean, do you find a color that works kind of everywhere in all kinds of water? Um, or is it, or is it like bass fishing where you got to change just to kind of, it's, it's like bass fishing. Like today they wanted, I mean, they're a crappie and I'm catching these fish today, 20 foot down and 30 foot of water. You wouldn't think they'd see it. 
and you could the live scope you could tell these fish only wanted this specific color that 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 i had so it's bizarre i think with live scope and the technology we have now you can tell what the fish want you can tell by their body by the way they react to the lure it's it is insane what we're seeing with this technology that's out so every day's different every lake's different honestly right so you don't i mean have you found one color like um, like what do they call that tiger tiger or something tiger burst or whatever they call it uh, it's kind of the, the fire tiger fire the tiger bait. now yeah. I ha- I don't have just one color that I would tie on I mean everyone asks me when I'm crappie fishing what's my favorite color it's whatever color the last crappie came on whatever the heck that might be <laughs> right that's right. it mm. that's the best one yeah. for that time well so, that makes I mean, sense. I- Makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, I, when I, I have five rods out all the time, and all five have different color lead heads and different color baits on all five of them, and I'm throwing all five until I actually get a hit. Yep. That's what I do. So before now, before uh, live scope, you were spider fishing, right? We we would we would do a lot of the vertical jigging. We weren't big on the spider rigging. We won two major tournament spider rigging because you had to. Right. But our claim to fame, the way we won all these terms across the country is we were really run and gun style crappie fishermen where we use that long pole and we would fish the visible timber you could see in the lake. Uh I'd fish one side, dad would fish the other. We'd both stand up all day long and we'd actually go as fast as humanly possible. We actually crappie fish more like a bass guy than a crappie guy before live scope and we would and we would throw those jigs down the side of those trees looking for that reaction bite, looking for those, uh, hungry crappie is what we were doing that's right. how that was our claim to fame actually huh. well that's cool i mean you know yeah. like i said every whatever works right i mean you gotta yeah. win whatever works uh mm-hmm. so are you start you start in march right you bass the the bass tournament you're gonna start in march yeah you're start doing, that's mm-hmm. where and there's six spot is there six stops is that what you said there's six spots yep man yeah so what do, what do you think i mean what do you obviously obviously you want to win you want to win at least at least winning one would be awesome, but you want to win. Oh my goodness! So how does yeah. how does this work? So we, let's say you you place in the top. Let's say you place in the top five in in all of them. Is there is there like a um, a championship kind of thing where you fish? Yeah. Or, is it there's like a cl- there's a classic? Yeah, okay. there's a classic at the end of the year for the top twenty five anglers. Um, oh, nice. There's an angler of the year. Yeah. So nice, nice. Um, what, but. I mean, for me, switching over to this bass side, it's gonna be it's gonna be challenging. It's gonna challenge me to 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 really dig deep and try to find these. These guys are serious. I mean, it's yeah. five thousand dollar entry fee. Um, what I'm honestly looking thirty sixth place pays ten grand in this tournament. So if I can be thirty six to first anywhere in there, I'm gonna be pleased. <laughs> gonna That's be what good. I'm gonna be. You're gonna be good. I'm gonna be good. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, that uh, okay. So. We're, we talked about Jinko, obviously sponsoring the whole crappie, the crappie side of your thing. Do you have any bass uh, sponsorships right now? Do you have anybody who's like Kevin? Use our poles, use our reels, use our our baits, or or is it I, just kind of? I do. They they kind of cross over. You know, I'm going to use Jinko bass rods now. I don't have my own bass rod. I haven't proven myself in the bass world, but I'm going to use their rods. Right. Um, Dia was my real company, and every sponsor. Um, that I had prior to switching the bet, they're all staying with me, right? So Parapole, Mercury, Bass Cat, you know, Afco, Freshwater. None of them said, oh, my gosh, you're going bass fishing, we're going to drop you. So well, none of that happened. Well, that's, um, that's awesome. So, 
yeah, I've got the Bass Tank as my title sponsor. They're they're the number one Garmin um, installer and, and and rep in the country. They're out of Oklahoma. They wrap my boat. They pay for my tournaments. So they're my number one title sponsor, if you will. Right. Um, I've got smaller companies from there, but Midwest Marine in Harrisonville, they've been great to me. Yeah. And not only is he my dealer, but he's my he's my neighbor. Oh, so yeah. And he, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I get I, I get a new boat every year. I just come home and it's sitting in my driveway and my wife will send me a text going, what the heck is this? I have no idea what that is, but let's use it. So that's a, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, 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 that's Papa's that's new toy. The, <laughs> that's right. So I didn't, I haven't, I haven't gained any new sponsors because of the bass fishing, but I didn't lose any of my other ones. And like I said, it's such a crazy world in this outdoor world now, especially in fishing. Right. Um, social media is a powerful tool. And these people really care about how many times you post a week, how many Instagram posts you do, and right. what kind of following you have. And then doing good and be able to speak and sell their products. That's what it's about. Yeah. Now, do you have any uh, shows, like any um, fish show, you know, how they how they do a product show? Kind of like uh, uh, shot the shot show or stuff like that. Are you going to go yeah, to any of that I mean, kind of stuff? Yeah, crazy yeah i used i would uh, before COVID, i was doing 10 to 12 seminars a year where i'd actually speak oh wow doing speaking yeah speaking engagements um but all that's been shut down um, right the right. biggest shot show in the world is called icast and it was it's in june it was in july every year where the new products come out for the following fishing year and actually it was just all virtual this year i don't know what they're going to do so right now i haven't had any of that it's just been all podcast and um, all podcasts is all I've done, really. Yeah. Well, hopefully, like I said, hopefully, um, you know, everything, like, hopefully everything kind of switches back to life as we knew it, you know, pre-COVID, pre-COVID, you yeah. know what I mean? Because we're losing that with, personal, we're losing the personal touch with kind of everything. I mean, not not just, you know, work and, and, and entertainment and all that. Like you said, you haven't had a speaking engagement since COVID. So it's, it's right. you know, uh, I mean, people learn, people need that. Uh, you know, uh, not only not only the, the the consumer like I am, but but the anglers need that. I mean, I think it keeps you it keeps you fresh. It keeps you it keeps sure. you on people's mind. You know, kind of out of sight, right. out of mind kind of thing. And right. and I think a lot of people are struggling right now. Um, you know, with the isolation. You know, we're so isolated from oh. everybody. Like these Zoom, it's- I would dude, I would never do this Zoom thing. <laughs> No, I mean it. I'm not. It, right. You know what I mean? But it's like, you know, how many people are going to come over to my house, for one? Sure. How many people want to come into someone's house and hang out for an hour or two or whatever it is and then be exposed to whatever I expose them to? Or I don't want you to come in and expose me to whatever you've been exposed right. to. You know what I mean? It's, so it's so a, it's, we're, it's we're rough time. Yeah, man, for everybody. And, and uh, you know, like I said, hopefully – Hopefully we get back to uh, the, the way you know at least at least some part of normalcy uh, of soon. Course. You know, I, I'm yeah. hoping I'm hoping by summer I'm hoping by summertime we're we're kind of back to to being us and it, and doing doing what we love to do as far as you know going to football games or baseball games or sure. or concerts well, or whatever. Well, yeah, I was gonna say my wife and I we are huge huge concert people. If there's a concert in Kansas City. 
we're at it right. and not not hearing live music and it's it's been i don't know it's almost depressing yeah. to be honest with you absolutely. it's been weird absolutely it is so yeah all right man well let's let's uh well you know okay so we, we we've talked to crappie game we're talking the bass game right now smallmouth bass i love yes. catching them love catching oh, smallmouth. uh they're i to me they're a lot harder species to catch than than a largemouth or a, a black or you know what I mean. They're, to me, they just they they fight immensely, uh, like like they are literally fighting for their life. You know. Yeah. Um, it's even, the best. Yeah. It's yeah. Best. It's crazy. <laughs> what what has been the hardest thing? Because to me, that's a hard. It's a lot harder to fish for smallmouth than it is for largemouth. I mean, you know. Yeah. They're they're more finicky. I think. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. They could be you know not but maybe it's what the bait i'm throwing or how i'm fishing it but it's to me they've they've always been more elusive to catch if that's the right word i think they yeah and for me switching over they just live in a different they just live differently um you know if you see some cattails and some awesome lily pads and you know there's gonna be a large mouth in there yep yeah but there may not be a small mouth within a mile that's what (laughs) i mean these small mouths they seem to spawn out on the flats and not anywhere near the bank now i'm not saying they won't spawn on the bank but when you see these guys on tv catching these giant stringers if you watch mark zoner whoever catches they're not on the bank they're out deep offshore they could be miles offshore i went to malax lake up in minnesota this year mm-hmm. and caught giant smallmouth and i mean i could hardly it's 14 miles across it was like fish in the ocean um without <laughs> the electronics and the mapping system i would have caught zero but i mean so right right um they were out there 10 miles offshore and once you found them the hardest part was finding them. Once you found them, they were easy to catch. But wow. finding them was the hard was finding them was the hard part. Yeah. Well, so so yeah. like uh, I know a lot of guys drop shot. They 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 yeah. seem, seem to be mm-hmm. that that that's a technique that a lot of guys use to to catch smallmouth is drop shot. And and yep. uh, I guess I haven't perfected that yet. Um, and and for whatever reason, I've I've never caught not a fish drop shot fishing. And and yeah, uh, just. Yeah. It's a different technique for me, but for your small mouth, I mean, just to keep it simple and catch giants is the silly Ned rig. It is a powerful, powerful tool. That's how I caught every one of the, I think I caught 10, five pound small mouth this summer. Every single one of them was on a Ned rig. So it was just very simple, very simple fishing, but it's still very powerful for the small mouth. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I'm in. So whenever, whenever you want to go, just let me know. Uh, <laughs> we got it. You know, so I'm, I'm definitely, definitely excited about that. I, you know, for me, it's just, it's literally. Uh, and I, I told your dad, I said, Charlie, I, I want to learn. I want to learn to be a better fisherman. I want to be able to go right. out, grab a bait caster, whiz it out there. You know, 30, 40 yards or feet or whatever I want to throw it, or flip, pitch it under a dock or whatever I'm doing. And I, I want to be confident in the bait I'm using, you know, uh, and, sure. I, you know, because obviously that's a big deal. You got to be confident in what you're throwing and, and your gear, you know, your rig that you're using. Um, and I, but I, it's like, it's almost like it, it'd be, I need to be taught kind of, you know what I mean? Right. Like erase yeah, that makes sense. Er, er, erase yeah. everything that I know about fishing kind of, you know, and, and just go out with somebody who can really fish and, and knows 
look, when you're in the water, this is what you're going to look for. You know, pre-spawn, right. they're going to be more up here. Post-spawn, they're going to be out here a little deeper or whatever, or, you know, whatever, whatever you're fishing for. And just and fish with somebody who's like, no, uh-uh, don't do that. You're, you, you know, you're working that crankbait a little too fast. You're, you know, let it sit. Let it, they're going to bite it on the down, you know, or whatever. That That's the kind of stuff, you know, that I, I need, I want to do. I want to go out with somebody right. who can really fish yeah. and just go, look, man, here, this is just this is what I'm gonna rig this up and throw it over there and reel it this fast or you know pop it this way or you know what I mean just to, absolutely and and, absolutely. and learn because I think a lot of times uh, for me again like I said before I get all amped up and I'm freaked out because you know I can't see the fish when I'm deer hunting I can see what's around me. And I can see right. that oh that deer's coming, that buck's coming, or that doe's coming in. I know my windows of opportunity. I'm I'm more relaxed, you know. Now if it's a giant buck, then you know you kind of get freaked out. You get all buck fever and and all that's hard to draw your bow or whatever. But it's you know for fishing, I can't see them. I don't see them, so I'm just right. you know fishing blind, obviously. So you're you're out there just throwing, praying, you know, praying that there's a fish in this area. You think there's a fish. Um, and, and with live scope, obviously, that helps even bass fishing because you can see them laying up underneath a, a dock or, or around a, a, you know, a hedgerow, an old, you know, sunken hedgerow or something. So, but even seeing them flipping up in there or, or casting over to them, it's, you know, again... I'm waiting, you know, that and in anticipation and I get all, you know, I'm exhausted if I, you know, whether I catch a hundred fish or one fish, I'm still, I'm, I'm as wore out with one as I am a hundred because I'm just, well, you, you need to be wore out catching, you need to be wore out catching a hundred cause that's why you're there. So <laughs> we need to get you, well, we need to get you to, to catch him. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Exactly. I so, mean, this, this, this spring, I mean, Truman Lake turned into an amazing bass fishery because of all the floods it's had. We yep. need to get you down to, to Truman this year. We don't even have to use live scope. We can turn live scope off and go bass fishing at Truman Lake and it'll be an amazing experience. I promise you. Oh, for sure. So man. we need to do that. We'll just, yeah. we'll, you just tell me what, what I need to do and, and, uh, what I need to bring and, um, we'll go down there and throw down. Yeah. And the fun, the funnest part for me going it, I, I already, I have the confidence. I'm with, I'm like you, I throw something out there and I'm pissed when it comes back. There's not a fish on it. Right. Cause it's <laughs> right. supposed to bite every time. Oh yeah. That doesn't happen. But the fun part for me is unlocking. It's a big jigsaw puzzle. The whole lake is a jigsaw puzzle and putting that thing together in the day when I get off the lake and I go, wow, okay. I figured it out a little bit. Right. right. That's still, that's success to me when you can, when you can unlock the lake like oh, that. Sure. It, you, you, it's a win. That's the fun part. Yeah. That's a win. Yeah. You, it's definitely. If you can, oh, I figure out yeah. they're over here today. They're in this channel. They're on this creek, you know, or whatever. And, and uh, they're on this point. You know, it's a sandy gravel point, And that's where they're at today. You, you figured that out. Yeah. That's a win right there if, you, right. if you're catching fish. So. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, man, like I said, we, we got to get out and do that. Uh, I'm all in. Just let me know when uh, I can clear my, in fact, let me check my schedule now yep i'm free so that's uh, <laughs> i love it i love it just, just let me know then, i i will say i will say I, I will say one thing though um you know i know how it is having a co-angler in the boat all right i mean i get it i, I can i'll stand on the back it's fine i don't have to yeah run, but I I, here's the thing mode. i 
<laughs> when someone's in the boat with me, I'll be offended if that person is not catching fish. <laughs> I'll put my rod down and you can fish. That's that's how I, I enjoy that as much. I like seeing the joy at other people catch the fish just because I, I want them to love something that I love too. So I, I, I enjoy taking people fishing. Um, and I love seeing them catch fish for sure. Well, I got to get you bow hunting. And uh, so you need to shoot, start shooting a bow. We'll get you a bow. And then we'll go both. We'll go bow hunting uh, in the winter time when it's real cold. After you're done, That's... after you're done catching bass, we'll go. We'll go hunting some hunting some big uh, big I game. Love it, love it. Would love to. <laughs> for sure. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you being that. You know, just being on. And uh, you know, let's. I want to hit your sponsors, man. Let's let's make sure that we give them some love. Uh, and and uh, so obviously, Jinko. Um, is is a, a sponsor. So just rattle off your your sponsors and let's give them some love. Yeah, Midwest Marine and and Bass Cat, Mercury, Power Pole, the Bass Tank. Uh, like you said, Jinko's a big sponsor of mine. Afco Freshwater, they're kind of they they're definitely involved. They they make amazing outdoor wear. There's nothing worse than going fishing or hunting and being soaking wet. So they make outstanding rain gear. That's one of the most important pieces of fishing for me. I I start every day with bibs on, whether it's raining or not. I just do because the boat is always wet, and the last thing you want to do is sit down on a wet seat and have a wet butt all day so i put bibs on every single morning that's how i start my day um they're a big part of it um i mean that's that's the, the title sponsors uh, my wife she's the biggest sponsor she's what allows me to go fishing so, absolutely um yeah it just that that's about it so all right, good. i appreciate you guys having me on um well it's been fun like, uh, I, I hope I got a YouTube channel that I just started. I yes. had a YouTube channel with Bobby Garland. I actually okay. had a Bobby Garland TV that I was the host of on YouTube for years. And I when I quit Bobby Garland, I left. I didn't have YouTube for a couple of years. And I had I had over five hundred private messages on my Facebook page begging me to start a YouTube channel so people could learn about crappie fishing. So I started that back up. It's Kevin Rogers fishing on YouTube, and I'm just trying to teach people how to crappie fish and, and showing them that they can go do it too. So that's out there, and I got Kevin Rogers fishing on Facebook, and then Kevin Rogers Five on Instagram. That's where you can follow me. And I just I love seeing and posting outdoor photos of giant fish and and deer and everything else. Yeah, awesome. Well, uh, we, yeah, dude, let's uh, let's make this happen. I'm excited about you it. Bet. You know, I'll I'll. In fact, I have an AFCO. Uh, afco sweatshirt i got the reaper uh sweatshirt uh oh they're all i love it i love it the built-in face mask thing i want i need the camo one uh i need to get the camo one because that'd be great early season you know uh wearing the hoodie the camo hoodie in into the woods uh for me that'd be great so i need to get that one but uh Dude, I appreciate your time, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, and, I appreciate uh, you having me on. And we'll we'll uh, we'll definitely have to do this again after we go fishing. We'll talk about all the fish we caught and uh Absolutely and all that. So all right, Kevin Rogers, uh go check him out, YouTube. Um and and, and just you know, like I said, the guy is is a fishing he's a, a just a fish magnet, I guess is a, a good word. A good a good <laughs> <laughs> phrase to call him fish man. magnet a I love fish it. Ma- see i see i i would we couldn't be a fish magnet but uh anyway i'm not anything magnet i'm a food magnet i get weight magnet i get i look at food and gain weight so that's what happens to me 
Anyway, man, again, thank you, sir, for being on and uh, hanging out with us. Thank you, sir. All right. All right, guys, listen, that was uh, Kevin Rogers, my buddy. Now, um, we want to go back here just a second. Uh, We wanted to bring this out a couple weeks ago when we recorded it, but had a little technical difficulty, so we couldn't get it out uh, when we after we recorded it so it's coming out now a um, few weeks late but it's out better late than never better late than never so anyway go check kevin out man he literally is is uh one of the best fishermen i know for sure and and uh super excited for him to start doing the bass uh tour uh with his new uh the new bass league that they have uh that's awesome for him and uh definitely going to follow uh follow that follow him on his journey with his new bass tour thing he's doing so you know um i just bought a boat last year and uh, so i'm a new boat owner you got a truck to pull it i do uh, my <laughs> wife bought me a truck <laughs> and then she bought me a boat to pull it or no that's my truck anyway so uh i don't know however that works anyway we, we bought a boat last year uh and and having a great time in it uh bought a ranger boat love it and and uh you know just learning learning to be a uh a fisherman again you know i can fish from the bank pretty well you know but out being out on the water mm-hmm. learning navigating the waters and and covering water uh is new but it's fun yeah. it's a lot of fun so i mean you know growing up fishing out of my dad's boat we fished out of a boat he had a fishing boat uh how many times can i say boat in five minutes uh had a boat he had a boat boat. fishing boat uh anyway he (laughs) you know we would fish uh on the lake and stuff and it was great after that you know he sold it uh and just kind of farm pond fishing from there for me and which i love doing farm pond fishing is some of the the most fun fishing Mm -hmm. that i've done so far you know uh and you can catch you know crappie and bass and catfish and all kinds of stuff. So what's your process when you go fishing? Do you go fishing usually by yourself? No. No? No, I don't. Uh, it's usually Hayden. Uh, mm. Me and, and uh, Hayden or a buddy, you know, uh, Pooch comes uh, comes out. Or my nephew, Braden, will go out and, and uh, fish. Uh, yeah, I just don't I'll go by myself. I'll go hunting by myself sometimes. I don't even like to do that. You know, really? Yeah, because, I mean, if something bad happens and you're in the woods by yourself, yeah. you know, and no one, you know, my wife will know or somebody will know. I'll tell somebody, hey, I'm going to go sit in this tree stand or this area They'll of the property. They'll know after a while, I guess. Right. <laughs> you know, so it's not it's not smart. I don't think it's smart to go hunting or, or and or fishing by yourself. If something bad happens, you know, and you need somebody, you're just kind of out there by yourself. So Yeah. Um, and your phone doesn't always, mine doesn't always work anyway in in at the properties and stuff so mm-hmm. uh, i don't like doing it but uh you know yeah my thing is just uh you know going out and especially you know, you know when we're pond, you know pond fishing you know just uh going out and and uh, throwing as many things in there as i can to try to catch whatever we can catch yeah so, but like you know back when i was a little kid using worms you know oh yeah worms and bobbers you know that yep. was catching bluegill and a lot of different brim kind of fish and and uh, that was fun but uh you know i don't know what i mean do you do you like to fish are you a big fisher guy i haven't been fishing in quite a long time i used to go by myself 
a lot. <laughs> right. Just to, I didn't have any many friends. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, just to get out of town. I'd, right. uh, which, if this tells you kind of dates back then, um, I used to have my CD Walkman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Put absolutely. the put the old headphones on, and i just get me a, a lot. Back then, I had a 1990 Dodge Dakota, and I'd pull that up at, um, there was a spot out at Longview where I could back my truck right up to the right up to the lake uh-huh. and uh, just sit on the tailgate and fish and fish yeah have my <laughs> headphones in just that's you know, good just that's do good my thing stuff man oh yeah so anyway guys i hope you enjoyed the show uh hope you enjoyed this episode like i said go check out kevin man he's he's a great fisherman great great guy uh and and uh he's a lot of fun i can't wait to go fishing with him so um yeah all right guys make sure Make sure you guys are leaving reviews. We've seen some reviews on Facebook and stuff like that where, yeah, yeah just listen to the podcast. It's great. And that's awesome. And we appreciate all that. Mm-hmm. But we need you to go to wherever you listen, whether it's Apple or Podbean or wherever you listen to that, to our podcast, and leave the review there. Yes. Um, and, and, and give it a five-star rating. Yes. And subscribe and, you know, tell all your friends about it and have them subscribe and leave a review, even if they didn't like it. Tell them to leave a great review. I don't yeah. care. You don't have to listen to it. Just, uh, <laughs> just leave a review. <laughs> I don't even know what they were talking about, but uh, yeah. it was great. How about that? So Those reviews are like currency for podcasts. Absolutely. It's like the, the more reviews and the more five-star ratings you get, the better, better you, you are on the, the charts, the better, you know, the more guests you get and yep. whatever. Yeah, know. yeah. So that's what we're trying to do. We don't want to work a real job. We just want to do this. We just want to podcast. <sighs> Dude, if day. I could do this for a living, I'd be pretty happy. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm enjoying it so far. Here's the deal: I'm doing it for a living right now. Apparently, because <laughs> music is not—you're <laughs> not really—we're not really playing music right now. Yeah. So, anyway, no, guys, remember: uh, like it, subscribe, um, tell all your friends, make sure they leave a review, uh, give us a five-star rating. Uh, yeah, and co- questions and comments and all that stuff—we want that. Yeah. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you liked. Let us know what you didn't like. I mean, if you didn't like something, that's fine. Tell me. We got to get better. That's what we're here for. We're trying to get better uh, and, and give you guys content that that you want to listen to. Um, you know, we're having fun. Uh, you know, so like I say when I'm on stage, sometimes if you're not having fun, it's your own damn fault because I'm having a great time. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like I said, guys, we'll see you next week and uh, be good. Ain't this a sweet life? Hey guys, thanks for listening. Want to ask a question for a future episode? Well, hit us up on Facebook or Twitter with hashtag Sweet Life Podcast. And be sure to give us a five-star rating and hit that subscribe button. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to stay up to date on the latest news and information for the Sweet Life Podcast. And we'll see you next time.